You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. What's up, everybody? We at the trend today. How y'all ladies doing? Hi. Hi. For all of our audience out there that can see, we have my co-host, Daryl Kristen, is surrounded by a bevy of beauties on Zoom today. (laughs) I'm a lucky lucky dude today. You're a lucky dude. I'm Courtney Stewart, and we got like, we got the the, the leading cast of a wonderful new show over at Urban Flicks. Uh, It's called Casting the Net. And I guess uh, we'll have each one of you introduce yourselves to the camera so we're not talking over each other. Tell us who you are and who you are on Casting the Net. Start with Lenata. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey. I'm Lenata Washington and I play Cassie Robbins. Hey. I am April Jones and I play Sharice Bloom. And I'm Sienna Gwinnett and I play Holly Washington. Okay, just looking at it, we all want to like see the show now and see what y'all are really doing because everybody had their own little swag on their intro. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lenata, can you tell us a little bit about the show and what people can expect if they tune in on Urban Flicks? Wow, yeah. Well, Casting the Net is about these three beautiful women who are are friends and uh, actresses who are just kind of tired of the Hollywood BS rigmarole. you know, they're looking for a way to get their social media numbers up, get a little bit more notice from people out there. So one night over some drinks, they concoct this idea to come up with a fake movie to promote in the hopes of boosting their social media numbers. Uh, Sienna and April's characters come up with it. And then I kind of steal it and you know tell it to somebody kind of get it going. And just with the hopes of, you know, helping them out, not really intending to make the movie, and Hollywood catches on and it's like wildfire and they find themselves in the position to have to make the movie so they don't, you know, get blacklisted or, or look like fools. <laughs> and hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. All right. So like I said, y'all all had your own little swag on your title and on your character names. I can kind of get a vibe of what Leonardo's character is by the explanation. Tell us, April, what, just tell us a little bit about your girl. Well, so Sharice is the one. So Cassie is more like mommy of the group, right? Um, and Sharice is more like the wild one. I would say like the wild child, I suppose. Um, she's the one that comes up with the idea to create this, you know, movie. Like, let's 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 just do it. Forget Hollywood. Let's do it. Who cares, right? I like it. If we want our dreams to happen, we have to kind of take the risk. Um, you know, she's also the one on the side that's strips to make money um, and an actress as well. Um, but yeah, she's the wild one of the group. She's fun. I, you know, um, get on the pole every now and again throughout the show. You guys are going to be able to see me actually bear it all. The top half <laughs> are going to be out. Um, but yeah, she's the fun one of the bunch, I feel. Not that we're not all fun, but she's the crazy one. In the brains. <laughs> she's right? the savvy one, right? You're she's the like business savvy. She's a little, I, she's a little like, got the brains. Yeah. Boobs in the brains. Yeah. In the brains and she just kind of is willing to do whatever she needs to do to make her dreams happen. The hustler. Hustle. Yeah. Hustle. Yeah. yeah. Like hustler. She's, she's the J-Lo of the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that is true. 
Leander, what about yourself? So um, Holly, I like to say, is a sexy dork and her heart is a garden of love. She's looking for love. She's looking to get married. She's looking to, you know, just do the thing as an actress. Um, hard man is tough to find, but, you know, there are some really good looking men. So Holly is very willing to test the pot <laughs> until she finds the one. Um, and uh, I, I would say Holly's a risk taker, go getter, tenacious, and just super fun loving. And then how did this all come to be? Because I know with Urban Flicks right now, even that they are really changing the game as far as with people of color content that is being put on on the network. And there's a lot of great new shows. There's there's finally we have a time where in a place where people of color have artistic control of things and can come with projects and showcase different forms of your non-typical type of things. But how did this kind of whole thing come together was did you guys all audition for was there any kind of individual writing or creations for the show that you guys had input in as well um i was gonna say lenar you want to start that yeah i'll, I'll feel this one so, so, anybody can jump in <laughs> so actually <laughs> andrew andrew jones the writer creator of casting the net is my husband oh. and uh it started off as a as a movie uh, that he sort of collected stories from my experiences as an actor, experiences that he heard from other friends, uh, mostly friends of color about their auditioning and, and what happens when you're constantly cast as you know the stripper girl in shows. And so he, he would hear these stories and he came up with this idea. Um, and a lot of the characters are modeled after actual people that we know. He then shared it with our casting director friend, Phaedra Harris, who thought that it would make it an amazing series. So they sat down together and kind of concocted this amazing series. And uh, here we are, here we are. I, I did have to audition for my role, even though, you know, you sometimes hope nepotism was... will work in your direction. <laughs> what's I... up with that? Now, what, what's listen. that about? What, what's yeah. that all about? It's okay, you know what? I am more than happy to earn my part because I know what I'm worth. I know that I'm good at what I do. And I was more than happy to get up there. And I, it was fun. I enjoyed the, the process of bringing it all together and getting to see, you know, I got to see April and Sienna's amazing auditions. And I mean, that's what it's all about, finding the perfect group of people and bringing them together. Yeah, so we did we we did have to audition as well, just like a normal audition. Um, when we went in, they were actually, um, Lenara and Sienna were actually kind of sitting together and I kind of joined in and it was really cool to, oh yeah, bless you. Um, <laughs> it was Woo! really cool to be able to kind of like when we first met, it was just the natural organic chemistry that we had naturally yeah. um, prior to even auditioning. It was like, hey ladies, hi. And we just kind of engaged in natural conversation, which was pretty awesome. And then when we had to read together, we were like, oh, okay. I know these girls. It felt, so, it felt so natural. So it was really awesome to have that off screen, but also being able to bring that to life still through on screen, you know? I can tell the chemistry. I mean, even watching the trailer, I was like, you, this, yeah, so this group gets it. along. You, you, <laughs> you guys are hanging out after the show. <laughs> yeah, we get down. Yeah, for sure. It was funny because um, my callback, we had two, I don't remember, but um, I didn't know it was a comedy. And then they sent me all these, they sent me more scenes. I said, oh my God, this is comedy. <laughs> I had never done a comedy. <laughs> and um, comedy really intimidated me, but the way that it was written, it, it just, even when I saw 
the dance of comedy on the page, I was able to just, I, I feel like Holly was my role um, because it just, it was, it was easy. I, I mean, I got it. Um, and then I went back for the final callback and there were a few Hollies there. And, um, and they were switching us out, switching us out, switching us out. Uh, you know, Sienna, you come back, uh, you know, okay, Sienna, you go in, uh, then next one, next one, next one. And um, it was interesting, but hey, I was the Holly. I was like, you, you had the right Holly mix. <laughs> I did. We just, it just was a chemistry and we were ad-libbing from the get-go. And, yeah. you know, to answer your question, um, were we able to, Andrew was very generous and he allowed us to like throw some things in um, just a, a, of our own personality. And some of that stuff did make it in. So it's it really did. cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, cool. I'm curious. Uh, so obviously this is a comedy, so you can kind of laugh at, the trials and tribulations of an actor, especially an actor of color in Hollywood. But in your actual experience as actresses going out on these auditions and, you know, all the, some often negative reactions and things that you get from it, what has kept each of you going and wanting to continue going in the industry to even get to this point now where you're like, we're in a space where we're creating our own stuff and really able to tell our stories the way that we would want them to be told? What kept you going? I feel like for me, just the passion in it, you know, when you really love what you do, nothing can actually hinder you from that, that end goal, you know? So for me, just being a creative um, and being in the art and loving acting, it's for me, the passion and the dream. It's like, that to me is what keeps me going. Mm -hmm. I feel. Yeah. I mean, I have to second what April says. Honestly, I, yeah. I went to school to be a, I was a pre-med biology and English major with the intent of being uh, radi uh, an oncologist. Oh. And um, despite all of that energy and effort put, put towards that, nothing kept me from always pursuing the arts, pursuing acting. I took the money my dad gave me for MCATs and I bought headshots without telling him. So I, I really do think when you have it in you, when there was, it's, it's, it's like an auto drive. It's, it's like a dog to a bone. It's, you know, yeah. You ha you have to do it. It's like it's 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 life and it's breath. It's what fills me. Yeah, um so um I think when you find the thing that the whole world just stops and you're just present, you're just like that's what acting is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you don't even remember what you did. You're just ready for the next take. Yeah. It's 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 pretty magical and I hope that everybody finds whatever that thing is for them. It's reading a book or painting or doing a puzzle, just whatever, like, I don't know, just you find that sweet spot. We need it now, especially. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As actresses, I feel like we're at a very interesting moment um, as actors and actresses or actors, period. Uh, we're at a moment where, you know, we were just suffering from two years ago, Oscars so white. And that was the slogans that were out there. Now we're at a place where the Academy has put a sub substantial amount of people of color in the voting process. But we also, there's a lot of new projects that are out there, a lot of creative things that are out there, your show in particular uh, for African-Americans and people of color. But what about things like they had just announced that they're gonna redo Wonder Years? 
How do you feel about them taking shows and redoing those old shows and not necessarily putting that time back into creating more new innovative things versus going back to a formula that was already done and just putting black faces on it? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I think all three, all, well, April, you just, you just a baby. <laughs> but um, but um, I would say that there's so many star, like there's so much amazing talent. And unfortunately, this business isn't looking for that. It's looking for how it's going to make money. And it's looking for the bottom line number. So Wonder Years worked. It worked well. Mm -hmm. And people are afraid to take risks. People are afraid to put um, a face or uh, someone's name who isn't really known. You know, they want to make sure that they've got the followers. And that's what our show's about, you know, because here we are, these amazing, this amazing, talented trio who can't get a break because, you know, Cash, Cash Me Cow, was that her name? <laughs> Cash Me Outside Girl. <laughs> that was got, you know, you know, six million <laughs> viewers. And I'm like, what? So anyhow, um, so with that, you know, it's, it's, it's a system and, and, and on a large scale, the system is failing us and, and anyone who is unique or not discovered yet. Mm -hmm. I'll shut up. No, no, that was great. That was great. No, I second that. Yeah. I, I think I'd also say that there's this, you know, my husband and I turned on the, you know, we've been watching a lot of TV because what else are you going to do when you're in quarantine at night? And, you know, and we turned on a, a film, Always Be My Maybe. And the main characters are Asian characters. And we were watching it. We had a good time. It was funny. And then we had this conversation about how, why it took, why did it take so long to have a movie with Asian characters? Because I wasn't obsessed with the fact that they were Asian. It made it interesting because they were Asian. It, it added some different flavor that maybe, I, I, you know, I learned some things about a culture or whatever, but it didn't, I, I could still relate to them. They were human beings having human experiences about love, about passion, about, about breakups. And I think sometimes people have this idea that maybe they're not gonna be able to relate to a black cast. And so maybe if I package it with Wonder Years because everybody could relate to Wonder Years, it's gonna make it safer and more palatable. And I think we need to just be okay with people being who they are. And, and, and as Sienna said, getting to enjoy the, unique, the uniqueness of these different people. Because at the end of the day, we all understand love. We all understand pain. We all understand hurt. And we all understand pandemic. <laughs> um, yes, we do. Lord, we do. So, <laughs> too um, you know, we shouldn't be afraid to step out of those boxes and, and you know, Taste something different. So I'm actually. You, oh, okay. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm actually curious, just because um, obviously your uh, husband, uh, the creator of the show that you guys are working on, and you went, you're at Urban Flix Entertainment. Do you think that? Um, it, it, I guess my question is sort of, do you think that there is more value in us, sort of like how um, with the movement right now, Black Lives Matter and everything, Blackout Coalition and things that we're doing, do you think there is more power at this moment um, in putting our energy towards things that, and platforms that are for us, about us, started through us, instead of trying to continue to like chip at this 
Hollywood studio system that has been in existence for so long and will give us a sprinkle of, you know, a seat at the table, but never willing to allow us to like have the table. Yeah. Do you think there's more value at this point, just as a creator, producer, as well as an artist on the other side of, on the other side of the camera? What do you guys think of that? Well, I, I mean, as with any sort of, for lack of a better word, battle, I think there's always, um, it's always worthwhile to approach it at, at many, many levels. So while we're chipping away, and I think you can continue to chip away at that particular big meal that's happening over there and try to find our places at the table, because I think there's value. And it's not even just value for us to be at the table for ourselves, but value for the people who are already there to gain something, not even just monetarily, but literally gain what you gain from making connections with people. Um, it is also very important, I think, for us to, to build our own empires or rebuild our empires or reclaim our empires, whatever the proper word is there. Um, uh, because there's no reason why we shouldn't be running the shows. No. There's no reason why we shouldn't be behind the camera, in front of the camera. Uh, clearly it makes money because the people, I mean, when, when, it, when they need it to, they can. So um, there's value there and we should, we should definitely be the ones in control of that. Well, we're also, uh, obviously in the middle of like not just a pandemic but a racial war and some of these changes are being implemented because of the movement do you think that these changes are going to stay and and not die out or is this something that you know what we're going to change this right now because black folks and people of color are making an uproar and let's let's do these changes but they're going to forget about it in another year or so it's, it's, it'll it'll be on to something else it's really on us because i feel like we have to continue to do the work you know, or if, if we don't, then it will, it will just die out. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. I feel like now more than ever, people are really like tired. <laughs> Straight up. Folks are tired and <laughs> you know, I, I'm seeing it more. I'm proud of the, of the younger generation that's stepping up and not giving up the good fight, you know, but folks is tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. Yes. yes. There's a um there's a really good book out. It's it's old, but it's it's called uh The Color of Law. Mm. And um I gotta write that one down. Yeah, it's it's it really kind of we didn't get here overnight. Right. And so for me, I feel the premise of that book has a lot to do with the system and even the theatrical system, you know, the entertainment system is set up. We are, we are systematically segregated and no one's, well, I'm asking the question. I'm not going to say what anybody else is doing, but I'm asking the question, why do I, or, or you, or anyone of color, whether they're white, black, or, or in between, why do we have to march down a street saying a human being matters, a skin color matters? Why are we not asking that question? Why is it even up for debate? How did backdoor slavery get in to our financial class system? It's classism, racism, all of it. And you don't come out of the womb a racist. The system is racist, in my opinion. And, in, and, 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 it's, and the education's been so dumbed down that 
you know, for the last five decades, people, people, people just don't understand. It's like a derelict mentality. And so with that said, I'll pipe it down, but I, I want to get to the root of this stuff because it just, it needs to stop. It needs to stop. It isn't about, you know, this is my pie and this is your pie. We're here together. We actually, we actually don't exist without each other. So it just, the, the system needs to be changed and, and no one's talking about that, you know, our leaders. And we need someone to lead. I love it. I mean, because and it's all truth. I mean, and I, and I think so much of this stem from obviously miseducation, people not being educated, and hate and fear, which is turned to hate. To me, there's terrified. So that are people so terrified, are terrified. terrified right now. Karen's and Ken's, listen, they are like, don't bring a camera around them. Acting out. It's crazy. It's crazy that it's still 2020 and we have what just happened to the, uh, the young man in Indiana who last weekend, 4th of July, was about to get lynched by a clan of white people. Oh my God, I And the hate in that video and the fear in that video, it just, it's, this is 2020. You would have thought that was 1968 or 58, right. you know? And, but I also am hopeful that what we're dealing with, with all of this, it's, it's, it's almost like it's making the, the, the pot hit so hot that like, it's going to force the pot to cool down, you know, and, and get back to our normal temperature, you know? So with stuff that you guys are doing to bring it back to you, the, yes. all the developments and creativeness of the show and what you're bringing for producers and writers and actors and people of color, I applaud you guys. Congratulations for the show. What, what, what can fans expect for the entire season, like if they're new to everything. Oh, wow. Well, obviously we need people to tune in. You need to yes. tune, tune in. in. Get, you yeah. gotta watch it. Cause yeah. like, yes, we're putting, we are putting our love, our sweat, our tears, our energy um, in this piece because we love it, but also because we love to be able to share it with all of you. So when you tune in, you're going to see three beautiful, gorgeous, fabulous, intelligent women um, taking Hollywood by storm and standing up for what they believe in and, you know, trying to find, like Sienna said, trying to find relationships, trying to get some love, trying to raise kids, trying to deal with the bullshit of Hollywood, you know, yes. even being a black actress, you know what I mean? So, and supporting each other in friendship and still having disagreements, but still loving each other through those disagreements. Yes. Um, and you'll see each one of our individual personalities and, how we still respect one another, but we stand kind of firm in what we like and what we believe in. And it's really awesome. It really is dope. I was just thinking about it. I'm like, man, I need to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we have an amazing supporting cast, not to forget oh, all of them, God, okay? So uh, yeah, Ella Joyce. Ella Joyce. Yeah. Willard Pugh. You know, we got our white boys who are fabulous. <laughs> Peter Mayer, Jeffrey called. Johnson, Charlie Kunz, you know. Um, it is, a, we really amassed an amazing group of people who really enjoy each other, really love each other. And it, and, and it all shows. You can see it in every detail from the costumes to the hair to the, the quality of the relationships that sort of come to life on screen. Um, it was, it, it's a great group of people. 
and, and the nice thing about it too, it's like, yes, it's a comedy, but it's not like boom, boom, laugh track. Do you know what I mean? It's based yeah. in reality. It's like these, these characters are just living out loud and it's funny and it's vulnerable and it can be sad. And I mean, there's a, there's a scene where, you know, Lenata's with her daughter and, and um, it's just, it's, it's pretty heartwarming, you know, it's, and she's my actual daughter too. Yes, she's so cute. There's a story behind that, but we got we got enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Get some credit. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Shoot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we. Okay, girl. But I feel like anyone that watches the show can fit somewhere when they watch it because it's that yeah. relatable. Mm. So, um, yeah. It's going to leave you wanting more. You're going to sure. want more episodes. I know that I do every time that I've watched it. Uh, but yeah, it's a really awesome show. Yeah. I'm glad to be a part of it. Me too. Me too. Aww. Aww. I, miss, I miss seeing you girls. Where can fans find you on social media if they want to know more about what you're doing and, and, and anything in your life that's happening? All that kind of fun stuff. Um, for me, it's April, A-P-R-Y-L-S, Jones, and that's on all platforms. Um, yeah, YouTube channel, April Jones. That's it. <laughs> I'm uh, at Lenata Washington, L-I-N-A-R-A Washington on Instagram, at Lenata at, on Twitter, and uh, Lenata Washington on Facebook. I haven't tried TikTok yet. I'm... <laughs> girl oh <laughs> <laughs> all that but uh and then if you uh, well sienna go ahead and then i'll, I'll give the plug oh, okay so it's just my full name sienna guinea s-i-e-n-a-g-o-i-n-e-s on all platforms Woo! Right. <laughs> yeah. it's a great way to do it because i'm really shy I know it doesn't seem like it, but I am. That's my, that's my, like, what, I got to put something on here. I got to. Right. Share my life. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I just want to go to work and like come home. I don't want to be on that. Yeah. But I'm supposed to do it. I know. <laughs> but, and if you want to see the show, people, you gotta, you can find us on Apple TV. You can find us at uh, Roku Fire Stick. And urbanflixtv.com if you want to stream it off your computer. Four ninety nine a month. Four ninety nine a month. What? And the yeah, first seven days are free. Yes, we love free trials. Love yeah, free. there's a free trial for a week, right? Yeah. 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 And there's a lot of great other programming too. You know, you know, definitely watch us first, but then stay around and check out all the other stuff. Great movies. We have several other great original urban flick shows. So, and we have six episodes, and they're yeah. all pretty short. So you know, yeah. like, they're like a half hour, nice little. Get it. Get in and get out. You know. Get in and get out. Binge watch worthy. Fresh worthy. Yes. Yes. And you get to look at the three beautiful women, you know, for six episodes. That like, That's a plus. It is definitely. A plus. I, I won't. I won't make a comment for the other thing you said, but it's, it's all a plus. <laughs> That was really nerve-wracking, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, girl. It took a lot yeah. out of me, guys. It took a lot out of me. <laughs> I think I have allergies all of a sudden. I better get going. 
Oh, <laughs> I gotta sneeze again. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Woo! Good thing I'm not out in public. People are like, get away from me. Yeah, that's true. They're like, yeah, that's true. Everybody's scared to sneeze nowadays. That's where we're at. That's where yeah, we're at. It is. Crazy times. Well, Courtney, uh, I'll go first. You can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And if you're watching tomorrow morning, watch me on ET Canada Live because I'll be co-hosting the show. Yeah. So uh, it's at 9.30 PST time, 9.30, 10.30. So check me out. Yes. Uh, Court. Check Dario out and check me out all over social media at Stuart Starlet and follow our page for the show. We are underscore the trend because we just started it. So we need to make sure we get our followers up. So yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> just started, right? Literally. Yes. Thank you guys so much. It was so good to meet you and talk about your show and everything. Congratulations. And when we finally get out of this COVID, we'll have you in studio and do some fun stuff. Nice. Oh, we love that. We Thank you. For sure. Okay. Season two. Bye. Bye Virtual hug. Thank you. Yes. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined.